You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Welcome back to episode 31, everybody. First wow. episode after the new year. Happy new year. Yeah, we're about 15 days. <laughs> into the year. <laughs> and we're like, happy new year. Yeah. It's lit. Mm-hmm. So, um, hope everyone's doing well. We are trying to become more consistent with our filming this year. So expect bi-weekly or tri-weekly. <laughs> what does that even mean? I have no idea. Um, once every week? No. Once every two weeks? Once every two weeks. Oh, is it once a week? Yeah, it was once oh, a week. Oh, shit. You see how bad we are now? <laughs> okay. So back to once a week? Back to once a week. We could do this. So yeah, we're back to once a week and we're starting off on a new note. We're starting our year over because the last 15 days weren't that great. So today's basically our January 1st. Mm-hmm. Happy, happy New MLK Year. Day. Oh, happy I'm okay day. Definitely. Um, Honoring his legacy and the legacy of Coretta Scott. No, absolutely. Martin Luther King was a trailblazer. He was like ahead of his time, like by a thousand hundred percent. You know, as much as people are into self-care and non-violent conflict and all that kind of stuff he definitely was ahead of his time he was like the mindset back then Martin Luther King wasn't even he was like like so like calm like peaceful like he didn't have to be like radical like he was just he was cool yeah he was a vibe (laughs) he was a vibe yeah shout out to everything he's done for the black community although it makes me sad that MLK Boulevard is only in the hood and it's ghetto where it is Where's that? California? Everywhere. Everywhere there's an MLK Boulevard. Think about it. Newark? Oh. Hood. Mm. Well, technically, I think that's like Frat Row in Newark, but it's still rundown houses. I've never been on that block. Don't walk at night type of situation. And Columbus, like, granted, they're now, they're at this point rebuilding the, the area and they're like building condos and all that kind of stuff. But is it uh, recorded? Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I was just it, it, no. It just looked like it was flat. No. Sometimes but, um, I do that. <laughs> yeah. I feel like everywhere I go, if it's the MLK Boulevard, it's just the ghetto. So that's something that makes me sad. But yeah, that's kind of whack. Yeah, it is. All but, right. But news. shout out to MLK. Yes. News this week. Um. Did you guys hear Donald Trump? Donald Trump. Yeah. Donald. That's fine. <laughs> Donald Trump alleged comments about. Haiti and some parts They're of Africa. They're not alleged. That shit was on air. It wasn't on air. I thought he said that on air. No. So the they press, were. It was in were, a press thing. No, they were in a like a Senate meeting, so it was closed off. But yeah. everyone said he said it, and he said he didn't say it. So there's no, like, he was saying, like, oh, he's going to start recording the meetings because people are lying on him. I trust the people. Yeah, but if everyone, right, if everyone's saying you said it, then at that point, at that point, that's a problem. My gosh. So, yeah. So, one thing I don't like about that is, first of all, Haiti suffered a catastrophic earthquake. Like, deadly earthquake. Mm -hmm. And they're still rebuilding from that. Like, how dare you call them a shithole country? Not only that, they're the first black nation to be free from white imperialism. They're the first people to gain their independence. And it's so sad. And granted, any country has things that are not so great. Right, even America. But Anderson Cooper hit the nail on the head when he was saying, 
you know, the government doesn't do too, too much to take care of the people. That is not to say the people there are not magnificent folks. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of the immigrants who are here that are natives of Haiti are doctors and lawyers mm-hmm. and they're extremely educated. And mm-hmm. I've never come across somebody that represents a shithole country. Right. I mean, a shithole place mm-hmm. meeting people that are from Haiti. So... I felt disrespected, and I'm not even from Haiti. And Haiti goes through a lot of... They have a lot of things going on with their racism being connected to Dominican Republic. Remember a couple of years ago, DR kicked all of them out of Dominican... Not that Dominican Republic is more advanced than Haiti, because they're not. It's the same country, just split in half. Just split in half. You know what I'm saying? And racism brought on by skin color. Mm -hmm. So there's a whole bunch of... of course, that's an idea that was created by the white man. Of course. European countries did this, but before we go on, he perpetuates the BS basically. He does, he he allows folks who feel this way to have a voice and to speak on it. And And that's dangerous rhetoric, it's dangerous rhetoric because you're 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 bolstering up people who feel this hateful way and spreading it. So, and you say things that are disrespectful and you try to make light of situations that are very serious and. At that point, like, no one has respect for you, Donald Trump. Like, no one respects and you. And also, he said he wanted people from what countries to come here, I said? The Netherlands or some shit? Norway. Like Norway. And First of all, I'm trying to go there. <laughs> the way they healthcare is set up, the way they, granted, their taxes are high, but you get free college and all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to go there. They don't want to come here. Coming here is stepping down. Honestly. <laughs> like, it's going backwards. Especially with an orange pineapple as a president. Honestly. But anyway, we will go what on forever about this guy. He sucks. Um. So coming up on February 3rd, Shanice and I are taking part in a women's empowerment conference. Um, it's called Courage to Be Yourself. And it's going to happen in Newark, New Jersey. So if you're in the New Jersey, New York area, we would love, love, love to meet you. It's going to be at Express Newark. That's the Hain Building on Broad Street. Tickets are on sale. Early road specials. I'm not sure if those are still running, but if they are, early road specials are 35 and the regular tickets are 40. Um, it's from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. and that's a Saturday. I'm pretty sure February 3rd is a Saturday, so there's still time for y'all to go out and be lit and have fun. If enough of you guys come out, maybe Shanice and I will like pick a bar and we can all meet and have drinks after. How's that sound? It's lit. All right, so. Even though I don't drink anymore. Okay. Um, shout out to um, Latoya and B from the Owl Show on BKS One Radio for putting this together. Um, the link in our the link to buy your tickets on Eventbrite is in our bio. So everybody, make sure you do that. We've been posting the flyer in our story, and now it's on our feed. So if you need more information, you can check there. Absolutely, it's gonna be so dope. It is. And we love them. It'll so be we food. know they'll be. Uh, and that's that's important. There'll be food, vendors, spa services. And I'll be at the check-in. So when you check in, you're going to see me yeah. smiling at 10 a.m. Tea fall out. Ready. Nice and pearly white. <laughs> she sounds like the whitest tea I've ever seen. It's just because I'm really dark. So, like, <laughs> you know, I have to brush extra hard. Because you can't be this chocolate and then, you know, your teeth be chocolate. You, you just can't. look crazy. I really can't. I really can't. <laughs> you just can't. look crazy, you know? And it's too much. I'm but ready. um, affirmation for today is I trust my own process even when no one else does. That is a, a statement, mm-hmm. okay? Let me tell you why. Because you could tell 100 people your idea and they'll be like, I don't think that's a good idea. But if you really, really, really believe in yourself and you're like focused on and determined, like 
that shit shouldn't even like stand in your way. Okay, I know this. That was my second curse word, and I'm starting early today, but I'm done now. You know, I'm done. Yeah, what Shani said. I mean, people really operate off of fear, and when you allow someone else's fear to penetrate your dream or your idea, then you stifle yourself. You paralyze yourself. So. If you want to go to school and you want to be a freaking, what's a really odd major? Not odd, but something that's not common. Um, if you want to be a circus clown. Okay. And your mom is like, don't be a circus clown. It makes no money. If that's what your heart is, that's what you really want to do, be a circus clown. Be the best circus clown. The best circus clown you've ever seen, okay? Join the Universal Circus because I'll see you there. And do your thing. Right. And yeah. And that's all that matters. That's it. Because if you believe, everybody going, they don't have to believe yet, but they're about to. Yeah. Like, once they see it start happening, they'll be like, I always supported you, sis. Right. I went to and, high school with her. <laughs> just, you know, do the nod and smile. It Thanks. It to be great. That's all that matters. <laughs> all right. Unbossed this week is Raw Apothecary. They carry... Uh, raw, natural, and most importantly, fair trade butters, oils, and soaps. Granted, this place is a little pricey. Um, you know, you're not going to find your neighborhood hair sh- hair store um, African fair prices with the $5 for a tub of <laughs> shea butter. But the um, why they're so important and why I recommend them is because, like I said, they're fair trade. So the countries that they go to to harvest the you know materials you need to make the shea butter, mango butter, um, the coconut oil, all that type of stuff, the black soap, they pay those people fair prices, a fair salary to um, to make it. So you know that the people who spend their hard money and time to to put this stuff together are getting compensated fairly. So. Um, so yeah, I've recommended them to my aunt who in turn went and bought and then she shared the products with the people in her hair salon. So they're reputable products. I absolutely love them. They're so pure. Like it's literally not fillers. It's no fragrant fragrance and colors and all that kind of extra stuff in there. Um, so yeah, make sure you check them out. Oh, before I go, I mean, before I wrap it up, let me tell you what their social media is so you can get it on your own awkward pause okay it's at raw apothecary co if you can't spell apothecary i'm not gonna spell it out (laughs) (laughs) but just google apothecary and then copy and paste that Uh, in the search bar we'll also post it on our page so you guys can click on it (laughs) yeah i'll tag them in the in the post (laughs) when we release this episode right all right (laughs) so Hopping right into the goddess talk. Wait, before that. Mm -hmm. So we're trying to change our beginning part of the podcast. Mm -hmm. You know when Jordan says, I don't know if you guys even... (laughs) If you guys even like started from the beginning (laughs) I would skip that. I would skip that too. (laughs) Not because it's you, but just because it's redundant. Yeah, and it's old. But we want something like catchy. But you know, I'm trying to get Jordan to sing. the theme song. Or it kind of like um, the Proud Family theme song. The Proud Family. family. You and me will always be tied. Only every 
Shout out to Solange. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. Everybody knows that song. Right. Even if you can't sing, you sing that song. So, yeah. Somebody, come on. We've been saying this for 13 months now. Yeah, this is getting sad. Like, <laughs> somebody, just, come on. Send us some music that y'all don't mind. Like, if you're an artist, if you're a singer, I swear we support y'all. If you Honestly. send us a clip that you don't mind us using, we will credit you. And every time we post it. We will, Honestly. Every time, we'll put it in the, in the little <laughs> description write-up. I just, I'm tired of hearing myself. And I just really want somebody to switch it up for us, please. Thank you. Right. DJs, okay. if y'all have mixes or something, like dang, y'all seriously, somebody right. help, help, help us, <laughs> help, help us. Honestly, okay. Um, Speaking of help, no support. Yeah. <laughs> so today we're just kind of dibbling and dabbling in sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, happy Founders Day to the ladies of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Mm-hmm. This kind of is actually where our discussion stemming from today. Just mm-hmm. you know. Real casual, nothing affiliated with the sorority specifically, but yeah, more so just all these are our own. <laughs> <laughs> more so just a general general conversation about, you know, sisterhood. Yeah. So I guess we could kind of start it off with the idea of joining a sisterhood or being a part of a sisterhood. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you could speak from the aspect of not having an actual sister. Maybe mm-hmm. that yearn for a sister. Cause it's I mean, I have three I have two sisters. <laughs> So like I've been had yeah, girls. So, girls. Uh, I mean, I'm gonna be honest. I went to an all girls school, but my my little group was very tight, and I don't like I didn't like girls that much because I always feel like girls had problems with me. So, and I'm not one of those girls who was like, oh, I don't have girlfriends because I hang out with all guys. I wasn't that either. It's just that I kept the people that I had close to me close model circle and that was that so i can't say i joined a sorority necessarily like oh i need sisters but what i did want to be around is people like i wanted to expand that tight circle that i had right if that makes sense i wanted to be around people who were just as driven and not that you can't find that anywhere you can do that anywhere i could have joined anything but i saw the type of legacy that alpha kappa alpha had i saw the work that i wanted to do that was being done through the sorority on campus. Right. I saw women, you know, at the time when I joined, everybody who was in the chapter at the time served on e-boards, were RAs, were, um, they knew once they graduated, they had already been accepted into grad school. So it was like a bunch of things where I was like, oh, I want to do that, or I want to experience this, and these are the people that can help get me there. These are the, you know, this is the example that they're setting. I wanted to ha- be part of that. So that's not the only reason I joined, but a big part of why I joined. Right. I feel like that's kind of my same thought, mm-hmm. too. I thought yours would be more like the yearn for sisterhood, but you saying you went to all-girls school, I could see why yeah. that wouldn't be necessary. <laughs> but um, I feel like when I looked at, when I thought about what I wanted to be, because freshman year Shanice is not the same Shanice that is here today. Mm-hmm. So freshman year party whatever whatever but sophomore year like thinking like all right I need to start getting my stuff together and I'm thinking about what I wanted to be and who I wanted to become and just seeing what similarities aligned with that Mm -hmm. I feel like Alpha Kappa Alpha was my choice yeah because of that yeah I was seeing people in places I wanted to be yeah it was those girls it was AKAs and not you know not just the people in my chapter but 
people, people outside of people, my chapter. Yeah. And it's like, I want to be right there where she is. I want right. to figure out how to get there, get right there. And if AK is going to help me get there, then and that looks like the right thing to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. My you know reasoning has since evolved, but that was the start. I would say that's the start of why I wanted it. Why you joined, right? Yeah. No, I feel As the same way. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of misconceptions when it comes to joining an organization, even Greek life to culture club to even a friend group. Yeah. Um, people assume like my big thing was, you know, everyone knows I'm I'm extremely chocolate and a lot of people were saying, you know, the brown bag test, like, mm-hmm. oh you you should, you know, join Delta or, you know, join um African American club and stuff like that. And I'm like, why? And apparently like back in the day, uh AKAs were only girls who are lighter than a brown bag. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that has nothing to do with my choice right. in becoming whatever I wanted to become at the time. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And this is not to throw shade at any other organization because they're all amazing. They're all amazing. amazing. They all Legacy mean something. Amazing people in them. Right. And people are attracted to things based off their preferences. And, you know, everyone is entitled to their opinion opinion about how they feel about, you know, what they want to become. Mm-hmm. So I feel like that never deterred me either. So I feel I feel happy. Would you choice? Yeah, because I feel like it's like a lifelong thing. Yeah. Like even wearing like apparel or para mm-hmm. paraphernalia to stores and stuff and you see somebody that you never spoke to but you have on like a representation of the organization. Right. They're automatically like showing love. Yeah. Stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like in the supermarket, like they'll be like, "Hey, girl, how? Hey, Soror, how mm-hmm. are you?" Mm-hmm. All these things. So I'm like, "Wow, this is like legit, like legit a bond and a, it's cool." Yeah. And you know, me and Jordan became friends, so that's <laughs> that's a plus. Yeah. Anybody that could bring me into a honestly, friend. we have the best line sisters ever. <laughs> no, we really do. Like we argue a lot, I but. Love. It's all love. It's all love. It's all love. All right. Um, so speaking of that type of friendship and support, how would you say in a, on a general basis, black women support each other? See, I think it's hard because there's always that, that little thing that's holding us back, like that little fake argument or like that little negative vibe. Somebody saying, oh, like, like not even saying, oh, that girl doesn't like you, but that girl's mindset is different. Or that girl dated my person. It's always a beef. Like, it's always an issue. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to be, like, super mature to be able to handle a group of strong black women in a friendship. Mm-hmm. Because I don't have the time to argue with anybody. Like, I come to my friends as a, a safe haven. Mm-hmm. Like, that's, like, my... It's my safe space. Like, I don't want to be judged. I don't want to feel ridiculed. I don't want to feel hurt or pain or anything when I'm, when I choose to be around a certain group of people. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's a very complex decision. Yeah. What do you, how about professionally? Professionally, like working? Um, not just like, not, I mean, it could be in the workplace or like even across like what we do, you know what I'm saying? Like how we, not necessarily how we support people, but how do you feel the culture of support within like black women? 
is. So that's interesting because I saw a Twitter post like the other day and it said, um, so women empowerment isn't isn't supporting only your friends or something along the lines of women women empowerment isn't only just supporting your friends it's supporting all women and that sometimes you know everyone's be like rah rah women empowerment but they're only really supporting people in the inner circle and kind of secluding out people outsiders Mm -hmm. so like is that really women empowerment see okay so there are two parts of that i'm gonna give you an example I have experienced that so, so much. And this is not even in support. Like you being excluded? Not me being, kind of, but not in like a professional way. So it was, I was receiving a service. And because I wasn't this girl's friend, she didn't treat me how she treated the rest, like other customers. Oh. She made me wait dumb long, rushed, rushed me, like rushed through my service, didn't really listen to what I wanted, and still wanted my $50. And because I'm the type of person, I'm not the type of person that's like, oh, black people don't ever do good business, so I don't feel the need to pay. Because mm-hmm. you're going to charge what you're worth. And unless it's like some extreme circumstances, I'm going to give you your money, mm-hmm. but I don't have to patronize you anymore. Mm-hmm. And I just don't like that. You know, after the first time it happened, I was like, oh, maybe this is a fluke. You know what I'm saying? Maybe she was just rushing, had a flustered day or something like that. No, it happened two more times. I'm like, that's just how this girl is. I'll sit and wait for her to get to me. And she'll take her time. She'll talk. She'll be nice with her other customers who are her friends or like family friends or whatever. Mm-hmm. She'll do their service very nicely. And of course, when I see it on Instagram later, I'm like, oh, that looks so good. And I look at what she does for me. And I'm like, it's sloppy. It's a mess. And you shouldn't act that way just because I'm not your, your friend. friend. I'm still a paying customer. Right. You know? So that's something I don't like. But my the second part of what I was going to say is I think a lot of black women, and I'm not saying this is only black women, but this is my experience with a lot of companies that black women own or head, and particularly small business, not you know corporate or anything like that. But we operate in a sense of scarcity, like there's not enough space, there's not enough resources, there's not enough accolades to go around. And that's not true. That is very true. You know, we operate like nobody, like, we're not like this, but, you know, I, I can't support anybody else's podcast because I have a podcast. Right. And my podcast is just so great. And but I, isn't that so I can't scary? Someone, what do you mean? That's How scary think to like think that? people think like that. It is scary. And it, well, it's more sad than it is scary to me. I mean, I'm, you know, it's scary because they feel like no one else, like, people really aren't, don't have enough worth for stuff to, to spread around. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's this. The only one that's worth something worth supporting. Right. But it's sad for me that they feel like there's not enough resources. Right. There's more than enough Instagram space. Right. There's more than enough people to go around. Just because we have something to offer here, we're we're missing a, t- a bunch of stuff that another black podcast could provide or whatever whatever podcast. But that's true. We have to stop acting like our resources are so limited that we can't reach out and help someone else. Right, like you said, there's more than enough space. Like yeah. everybody can win. Everyone can eat off the same, you know, the same plate. Mm-hmm. Like all you gotta do is move over and let's just sit down. Mm-hmm. I think an important thing that you said earlier was that, um, like how you re- when you're receiving a service and you don't feel like some she wasn't putting her all towards that. I feel like that thing, that's something that's so discouraging to me. Like, I wouldn't even go back. Like you said, you went back two times after that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't go back. You know what I'm saying? 
black, white, purple, orange. You could have been. And that's the thing. I'm so much about support black business, support black business, that I gave her that. You know what I'm saying? Because I was like, you know, maybe. What if one time, we've had episodes that were kind of trash. You know? (laughs) We have an episode that's. The worst episode we ever did. It probably has 60 listens. Something like that. That's so pathetic. You know what I'm saying? And if somebody was like, oh, that was a trash episode. I'm never coming back. You know what I'm saying? They may have missed out on the rest of our greatness. That's true. So I tried to give her the benefit of the doubt. And the other time I went was out of desperation because I really didn't have another option. But, (laughs) yeah, I didn't like that. We had to stop doing that, y'all. No, we really do. Just because it's not your friend. And, like, especially when it comes to, like, booking services and stuff like that. I'm getting very specific here. But... If you want people, where you are now is not where you have the potential to be. You can be so much greater. And you never know who's going to be that person sitting in your chair. Right. You never know who's going to be that person booking that appointment on style seat. And you give that one person bad, you know, a bad experience or a lack, you know, a lackluster experience. You can miss out on a blessing. A potential customer that comes back repetitive like you could have been one you probably would have recommended her all or, types of things yeah, I was gonna say, or how about what if i was freaking oprah's assistant or something right and oprah was like oh girl i'm gonna be in jersey next week who should i get xyz service from right and now i can't even big you up because i've had so many bad experiences right yeah. I don't know. but i don't want to generalize and say all black businesses are like that because they're not but yeah moving on what are ways that you say you support black businesses um, or black women-owned businesses? I definitely love a good... I actually work for all-woman companies, so you guys know I love women. Mm-hmm. And before like, I even get into that, I wanted to say, um, before how we kind of touched on females who be like, oh, I don't like girls as my friends, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That is another thing that's an issue. Like... The woman supporting women is so important. Mm-hmm. Like we have to stand together. Like mm-hmm. the woman, the anniversary of the women's march is approaching, and the women's march on like on Washington was huge, mm-hmm. and like they were um, all over Washington, New York, yo, around the globe. They were universal. Like this was like a united women's march, and no one came out like, oh, this is my show or nothing. Even though there was one in L.A., there was one in New York City, there was one in D.C. DC. It was all over, and. I feel like people who sometimes limit themselves to only having males as friends, they do a disservice to themselves. Mm -hmm. Having female friends is probably the best feeling. You know what I'm saying? When you can learn to see the greatness in another woman, you can figure out how to find that in yourself. And not only that, when you have women who see the greatness in you before you even see it, that shit gives you chills. Yeah. Like, I, I literally... If I, I'm probably, I probably would not make it through grad school had I not had the circle I have now. Like, I'm not there yet. Like, I'm still in the beginning. I'm in my first semester. But, like, every day it's still, like, a battle to, like, you know, go to work and then go to school. And then, you know, and then people that ask you about it and people that keep you on track, those are, those are women that are hitting me up. Those are... It's not my... My dad's not like, hey, you know, did you pack your lunch, you know? I mean, granted, he do ask, like, how much does it cost? Like, how much you got to pay or whatever? But, like, you know, the the support that I need and the type of love that Shanice requires for me to keep going is that that daily reminder. Not even daily. It could be even monthly. There's some people who I don't even talk to who just hit me up, like, how is school going? Like, 
that feels good, you know? Mm-hmm. It keeps you on track. Mm-hmm. And I feel like girls who don't have that good relationship with females, they're missing out on a bond. And I feel like the best way to get that type of relationship is definitely to start putting yourself out there, you know, going to these events, you know, being open about who you are, not not, be, not being afraid to have to compete. Right. Not even compete, though. Not not being afraid, not being in a place where you feel like you need to compare yourself all yeah. the time, like not always being like, oh, she got a, a brown bag. I have a black bag. This is, you know, I need a black bag, mm-hmm. you know. Just, just going and being your authentic, genuine self. Because speak for somebody like me, like I, I talk, I could talk to anybody, but like I, I could read right through people who aren't being who they are, who they truly are, mm-hmm. or who are fake flexing. And I feel like we talk about that often. <laughs> fake flexes. That's like my worst pet peeve. Honestly, I can't. But yeah, what was the question? Because I went off on a tangent. <laughs> that was fine. Um. So how do you? Support. How would you say is an appropriate way to support? How do you oh, yeah. support black women businesses? So yeah, efforts, all that. I work at an all female company. Like I'm all about women empowerment. I love women, like you said. But some things that I feel like are necessary when you're working with black women is to you know put yourself out there. I feel like there's always that little bit of awkwardness when you kind of approach somebody. But you know approaching them and giving them like, you know, I really enjoy listening to your podcast. You know, what what can we do together? How can we work together? Even if I run a Crayola factory and you run a marker factory, there's something that we can work on together, you know? Yeah. And I feel like that is building sisterhood. Yeah, it's a collaboration. How about you? Yeah. I would say for starters, people always feel like support is monetary. And don't get me wrong, support can be. It is, it is over here. <laughs> totally appreciate monetary support. But going back to like the whole scarcity thing and competing for no reason thing, it can you can change someone's life, honestly, by liking something, commenting on something, referring something to your friends, tagging your friends in something that a black woman is doing, DMing her and telling her, Hey girl, I saw you post X, Y, and Z. I really like that. How'd you come up with the idea? Because you never know how, one, that can make them feel internally, but two, how you can be putting somebody in a position to be noticed by the right people, you know? Right. Like, when I, honest to God, when I like something, if I like a company, if I like a post, if something reminds me of my friends, especially if it's black women, but it's not, this is anything, but especially if it's black, by a black woman, I tag my friends with the quickness. I send it to them. I DM them. Um, I'm not afraid to follow. Like I'm not one of those people who's like, oh, I have such and such amount of followers. I can't follow her back. My ratio going to be messed up. Like, no. <laughs> I follow back with Goddess Culture. If we find, you know, bloggers who are doing their thing, we love their content, we hit them up. We let them know we liked it. We support in some way, shape, or form. So I would say for me, not being afraid to speak speak out and support in that way, even if it's not monetary, which I do, I do support monetarily also. There are some things that I like re-up on all the time by black women, yeah, aka my Affinity Essentials definitely, body butter. Definitely. I, bought, I, li- I literally went through my Etsy the other day. 
I placed like six orders with her. Six Can you wait? Orders. I need to order. I need the oil again. My yeah. life is like not doing well <laughs> ever since my bottle. I actually had two bottles. Uh-huh. Then I had the the mini um travel bottle. Yeah. All done. All gone. I squeezed out every last squish out of that bottle. Can I tell you? And my that lady's one, so nice, yeah, too. Yeah, my big one's gone. I have the travel size. But I placed an order for the body butter. I bought it for me. I bought it for my aunt. I bought it for my guy friend. Like, <laughs> I literally placed, like, seven orders with that lady. Right. Yeah, I kid you not. And it's literally amazing. It's, it smells it's everything, so literally. good. I have the coffee scrub. Oh, yeah, the, the coffee scrub, the, for sure. The, the um, There's a yellow scrub. I forgot the name of it, but it's like her staple one. No, I don't remember, but it's so. It says it on the on her Etsy which one's the most popular. So it was the most popular one. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my gosh! Amazing. We need to have her come to an event and just scrub everybody down. But yeah. So how do you feel like the impact, um, the the social media and like TV has on sisterhood? Because I feel like you look at loving hip-hop shows and they do this like you know fraudulent idea of what Mm -hmm. sisterhood looks like and then they're throwing drinks at each other Mm -hmm. and i feel like people take that interpretation of like that's what it's supposed to be like Mm -hmm. and what's what's not gonna happen is you're not gonna throw a drink at me and think we're gonna be back friends you know what i'm saying like i need you to know that like now like you know i'm not the type of friend where you could put your hands on me Mm -hmm. I'm not the type of friend where you can mistreat me. Like, I'm not the type of friend where you could go behind my... Like, that's not how you be a friend. And I feel like the TV is giving us, like, this idea. You're supposed to throw a drink and then take pictures on Instagram the next day and make up. Like, that's yeah. not... I would say that TV-wise, there are a lot of things that are on that kind of don't help the image of black women. But I think there are... We're now coming into an age and a time where black women are taking our power back. In a sense that we have Ava DuVernay's. Mm. You know what I'm saying? We have Issa Rae's. We have Lovey Jays. We have... Who else? We have This Is Us. You know what I'm saying? And you have uh, Randall's wife. I'm so and sorry. And Black Panther about to yes, come out. Black like, Panther, that right. is major. Like, right. support that movie. First of all, I don't watch superheroes. Like, I don't even know what Marvel's is. <laughs> like, someone just Marvel's. explained it to me. <laughs> but once I heard it was all black, I'm rooting for anybody black. Point blank, period. Like real black power episode. Like no suit. No, I'm really rooting for anybody who's putting out anything in my living room. Black art on my walls. Like Like we have to root for each other because who who is who's gonna root for us against us? Yeah. When it comes to I like to your point, I I really can't. Okay, when loving not loving hip hop, Real Housewives of Atlanta first aired. I saw you tweeting about that. I didn't watch it. I never at watched all. it before. I actually I literally came out when I was in high school and I was like, yeah, no, this stuff is detrimental to black women. Like, I was literally like, no, I don't want to see people, black, grown adult 40 year old black females arguing with each other over TV. Now, at this point, I got Hulu and they've already made the money that they're going to make for <laughs> that. So I went back and rewatched the episodes because I needed to be entertained. Right. And I'm one of those people who needs a series to keep going. So, and they had like eight seasons. So that's that. Okay. Well, so no, they had like you 11 enjoyed seasons. it. Um, I mean, I really wanted to smack Cynthia every time she talked. I don't even know who these people are. Yeah, it it was something to keep me busy. It's not like I was like, oh, I need to watch 
you know. Right. But so so that's that. And I, I thought it was I thought it was inappropriate. I didn't like it. And then we have stuff like gosh, yeah, stop making Greek movies. But you saw that Stepsisters movie, no. Netflix movie that's coming out. Basically, I don't know what org they're supposed to be. It almost looks like AKAs, but I can't tell. But they there's like a competition, like a step competition, or whatever. And this girl wants to get into like Harvard for grad school or something. And this administrator at her school is like, oh, I'm sorry, these white girls, this white sorority gets in trouble. And they need to win like this charity step competition. And this administrator told the black girl who's in the sorority that if she wanted to get into Harvard, she had to help these white girls. So it's this black girl who's in a black sorority teaching these white girls how, how to, to step. step. But of course, the black girls are mad at her for not being on their step team and helping this. I'll so pass. it's like it's like all this division and like you know what I'm saying. First of all, y'all just like I creating said, creating unnecessary storylines. Chill out on the on the Greek movies and also chill out on I don't know who okayed a movie like this, but that sounds bad. Yeah. So, but what was the question again? Because I started talking on a tangent <laughs> and I forget. Oh, the way we're represented in the media. Yeah. My point was. I feel like we're represented in a negative light, but there are a lot of people who are working to combat that. Absolutely. So honestly, too, even though this isn't TV, but shout out to all these bloggers and vloggers and social media content creators who are changing that narrative as well. And that's important, you know, because even like you think you're not, you're not making an impact, you really are. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel like... Um, it was Issa Rae who was like, I'm rooting for everybody who's black. Yeah. And then somebody put it on a shirt. Yeah. I thought that was cute. It was. But I don't want people to feel like that's like taking away from everybody who's not black. No. That just means I'm rooting for black people. I don't that, mean any more, anything more, anything less. Anything less. Unless exactly. I say. I'll say I'm rooting for black people. Then, F and, everybody and, Right. That's, that's a different conversation. That's but. a different, that's a whole different statement, you know? Um, so please don't come on here all lives mattering. No, seriously. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Also, also, I wanted to say like a good idea on how to like keep your your friendship going because majority of my friendships, I feel like, or sisterhood chips mm-hmm. are long term. Like I'm not a short term type of at friend. All. Me neither. Like I don't have anybody short term in my life and I wouldn't expect to be in anyone's life short term because what kind of impact can you truly leave, you know? Right. And I feel like something that keeps my, me and my friends going, because the group chat does die, die down. down, and it does go to the bottom, and then you start talking to just one person, or you're like, I don't know, usually move on to a different group chat or mm-hmm. whatever, but like to keep it like, you know, spicy. Mm-hmm. You know, I have like a Instagram group chat too, like, you know, where we send the memes because it's easier than screenshotting. Right. Every time. Every time. You know, planning trips. Like I literally every trip I go on, it's pretty much with a group. Because I feel like that's the best trips to go on. Like mm-hmm. you have more fun when everybody wants to be somewhere. Right. And they're not kinda like forced to be there. Yeah. So that kind of spices it up. And then also like a good friend would know what you need when you need it and you know how you need it. Mm-hmm. When you need your space, how you need to be loved, and you know when you need to see them, mm-hmm. and when they need to not ignore you or whatever. So, how do you keep up with your sisterhood chips? Um, I would say, like Shani said, I have uh, my friendships last a long time. People that I call my friend, I think there there's only a handful of people I've called my friends, called not friends with now, and those have to be for extreme reasons 
Um, I think most of you guys know I'm not from here, so I have to maintain a lot of friendships kind of like virtually because my best friends from elementary, middle, high school are still in Ohio. So one is making sure that I stay in contact, not just over text, because text is cool to maintain, but it's not that substantial. So like my friend Haley, we have like weekly or bi-weekly phone calls where we really like, I can hear your the inflection in your voice. If you're saying, oh, I'm fine, I could tell that, you know, you're really fine or you're not. Great. Um, what else do I do? I'm always one of those people that when I see something that reminds me of one of my friends, I tell them. And I'm also one of those people who tells my friends I love them. Not like obsessively because that's a little weird, but yeah, I never miss an opportunity to let my friends know how I feel about them. And you shouldn't. Always. Like, you know, even though some people don't think it's that important, like, oh, she probably has people say stuff like this to her all the time. Or it may be weird if I tell my friend, right. you know, what she means to me. But, like, people need to hear that. People right. need reassurance. Even if they don't ask for it, I think it helps, like, solidify your feelings for someone. And, like, Absolutely. you know, so they, they know where you are and they know how to deal with you, too. Absolutely. So, any final statements? Um, let's shout out some... Some black businesses, black girls that we oh, yes, support. Oh, yes, definitely. Um, I want to start with someone who's been following our podcast for a good amount of time. She's a gorgeous girl, and she's a beauty and lifestyle blogger. Her name is Janae Barber. Oh, yes. This girl. That's has, my girl. Right. She is such a sweetheart. She is such a sweetheart, and um, I'm really just proud of her. Um, all of the... All of the content that she's creating is gorgeous. Her videos are gorgeous. Um, I see that she's doing ads with Cream of Nature, which is amazing. That means they saw value in her work and her production quality and chose to, you know, start a professional journey with her. So, shout out to her. Um, Teal. Yes. We love her, too. Yes, Teal. Um, how we found her was through her working with Shameless Maya. She's since moved on to broaden her career. But, um, yeah, she's in content creation as well, lifestyle. She has a podcast called Bossed Pod with her brother, which is amazing. Y'all can find her on, um, she on iTunes? I think she's on iTunes, right? Yeah. Definitely on SoundCloud. Right. I'm pretty sure she's on iTunes, though, so look up Bossed. Uh, Chanel and Queen B. Yes. You want to talk about that? Yeah, I'm obsessed. First of all, shout out to them. They always, you know, people who like always get an opportunity and they just do it. But no, they literally bring us. They literally bring us. They get an opportunity or invited to something that's media related and they always invite us, always put us on. And that's that's important to have because Mm -hmm. we're not really doing anything special for them you know yeah we're not in a place to really help them help them professionally and they have their own radio show that comes on on wednesdays or tuesdays tuesday nights in a real radio station in a real radio station (laughs) live stream it has video everything like so talk about life goals like we need to be where they at and it's good to have that type of example Mm -hmm. so shout out to them um gabby with the rain xy oh yes gabby as well we joined her group chat oh yeah it's on slack and the group i don't know it's called a workspace it's called rxy's the studio and it's basically a place for black women to come black creatives to come together and talk about 
anything. Um, the threads that she has are blogging, podcasts, random, wellness, meetups in general. And literally, if you're a blogger, if you're a content creator, if you're a marketer, if you anything that you are creative about, a visual artist, there's an opportunity for you to come and connect with these women, ask questions, and they answer you back, which is amazing because, like we said before, people don't like sharing their secrets, but these people will. Right. What apps you using that work best, all that type of stuff. And shout out to everyone who like comes back and does blogs for our our website. Oh like, yes. I think that's so love cool. Veronica XO on Instagram and Twitter. And Jennifer. Yes, Jenny. Um, Jennifer Boyd. Everybody, Jordan. You even <laughs> right. I'm like, flacking. Janae has done um, yes. blog posts for us too. Um, who else? There's so many people. people. Nika Moore, um, we haven't really spoken too much with her, but she's an artist, uh, a singer, and I love her music, and she's a black girl, and she's still on the up and up, like, she's a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Up and coming? Uh, I don't think it's, kind of, I think that she has, she has a really good following, but it's not super mainstream yet. Okay. So she's like an indie artist who's really doing her thing. No, I like her music her, too. Yeah, her music is really good. And she grinds. Every time she posts, she's in a studio. She's, you know, performing. Her stuff was just featured on BET. So, like, she's really doing her thing. Right. And Plus, Brianna Danielle, Plant Based Brie. Oh, yeah. She started her vegan journey and is sharing it with the world and she created a cookbook and I passed her inf- information along to her my friend. Her food looks so good. It really does. I passed her information along to my friend so who's ch- also trying the plant-based thing. Um, mm. I think uh, my girl, of course, my girl Chimene with Vag- Vagabrond Journals. I purchased oh, yeah. from her three or so times, three or four times. Three times for myself, one time for my aunt. But yeah, shout out to every black girl in general doing what they gotta do to get that right. bag. Right. You feel me? Like And shout out to us because we have merch to talk about. <laughs> okay, but moving on to first face. <laughs> right. Um, so yeah, we're talking about taking care of your skin in this weather. Okay, I know you guys if you don't live on the East Coast, don't come here until May. <laughs> it is freezing and then it's hot. And then mm-hmm. it's like negative two and then it's like forty. Mm-hmm. The weather is so inconsistent and my skin is not having it. Okay? Okay. So I used to use like a like a a light moisturizer when I, you know, wash my face and then kind of you know go about my day with no no because i go outside for three minutes and my lips is cracked and it's like when did i lotion three days ago like no so it's like you need something thick you know to sit on your face because the wind is taking away all the moisture i mean this is more so like during the week i don't wear makeup so i need to look like you know real not dry when Mm -hmm. you look dry you look like you look like you need makeup (laughs) If you look moisturized, and then you know, good. then you're good to go. Just throw on a nice little lip gloss, and you know, head to work. Um, I would say it's important. It's important. It's important for us to keep drinking water. You know, even though it's cold, I hate drinking cold water during when it's cold. So room temperature water is always the way to go. But if we're not putting fluids, our our pores are getting clogged. Okay, and also this is a good time to get a facial. I know facials are kind of expensive. But my girl in um, Northvale, 
it's kind of far. It's like on the edge of New York and New Jersey border, but like going up towards like Westchester side. Mm-hmm. She does bomb, bomb, bomb facials for like, it's like $100, but it literally like, she takes everything out of your face and like puts it on the counter. There's another place in, <laughs> um, by Mount Sinai Hospital in New York. Great, great places. Um, you can go pretty much anywhere. Just read the reviews and make sure that when they do the extractions, they're not like pounding down on your face because that could leave marks and that's a problem. But anyways, um, lip scrubs, okay? Make your own lip scrubs because an ashy lip is not a cute lip, okay? If I want a recipe, DM me because I have one. Jordan got recipes for you guys, slide in her DMs. Um, I usually, I use the one from Lush. And it comes like, it's right on their counter when you're about to check out too. It's like $6. And I be scrubbing my lips before I put on my moisturizer, before I put on Vaseline. And then I let Vaseline sit below. Well, then I put on a lipstick or something if I'm going to go out. Because the crust from the lips is just, it's not going to work 2018, y'all. And then moisturizing, like I said, um, I, I use like African shea butter, mm-hmm. which is the yellow one. But straight from Africa, like, no, no, like, pre-made stuff here. Like, it's like the real shea butter and it doesn't even look like the right color because, you know, it's like real. Right. <laughs> but yeah, I use that and I kind of like, if before I'm going to sleep, I kind of like put it in. But some people would say it will like clog your pores. But for me, like my skin is so dry that if I don't put all that moisture, I'm just going to look, like I said, real ashy, real dry. Like, where was the lotion? When did you do it? So, yeah, keep yourself, you know, real warm. Influenza is going around. Make sure you get your flu shots and stay up to date with your doctor Wash and stuff. Wash off because Yeah, and... <clears throat> take vitamin C. If you cough and don't cover your mouth... With your elbow. With with anything. with Put it in your head and your shirt. I don't care if you wrap your scarf around your mouth. Like, cover your mouth. Cover your mouth. I'm so bad. <laughs> I'm so bad. Cover your mouth. But, yeah. Moving on, Jordan actually decided that we should um, add a new segment, and we haven't named it yet, but it's kind of going to be about just saying what we did for the week to take care of ourselves. Because so we're always telling y'all to love yourselves and self-care and right. writing blog posts about it, but it's different when you hear us actually practicing what we preach. So. Right. Y'all so, really want y'all to love on yourselves. <laughs> you first. Yeah, so I actually went to Denver, Colorado last week. And <laughs> I said it wrong. <laughs> okay, what well, we're not gonna do? I'm sorry. I'm gonna erase that part. I'm gonna erase it because no, you're laughing. Keep it. I'm sorry. I'm okay, fine. that was rude. <laughs> okay, so I went to Denver last week. And <laughs> shut up. I'm sorry. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. She's so such a bully. Okay. <laughs> I have enunciation problems. <clears throat> so I went to Denver last week and I actually had a really great time. It's really it's really beautiful in Denver. Um I don't know if anyone's ever been to like Aspen or like Vail. It's like real big mountains, white snow, really like calm, super expensive, but it's worth it. Um I had a good time. That's awesome. And I would have posted more, but I wasn't really on my phone, which was a part of my whole self-care thing. Yeah. You know, trying to stay off my phone. Yeah, rightfully so. 
Um, today, actually, I went crystal shopping. One of my favorite places, if you're in New Jersey, is Rocky's Crystal Store, Crystal Shop in uh, Montclair. It's on Bloomfield Avenue. And I just bought some, some more goodies. Um, it was really two crystals that I already have, but um, one of my favorite crystals is Selenite. And partially because I think I'm really drawn to the moon, and selenite is um, gets its energy from the moon. But I heard of a good technique of putting four pieces of selenite around a room to help with like the protection and just keeping the vibration high. So I just bought some extra selenite and um, some labradite. I'm not going to go into detail about labradite, but that one, I don't know, for some reason, always finds its way to me, and I'm very attracted to it. And I gave my... Labradite sewn away and it has very beautiful flashes. I gave it to someone who's very near and dear to me So I just went and got myself another one with equally as beautiful flashes, but they're it's bigger. So And it's, this is important, mm -hmm. you know taking care of yourself So now we're making an initiative to make sure we do something at least once a week yes, It's important. I'm gonna cleanse this entire house. I'm gonna smoke this house out tonight. Oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. With white sage, that's what I meant. No, she meant, you know With what she meant. Sage. You know what she meant. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for tuning in. Um, we do have some super events coming up. Oh, yeah, let's talk about it. Okay, so All right, should, we, um, should we drop it now? I mean, just let them know it's coming. Okay, so, they so know what to look out for. what's the date? February 17th. Dun, dun, dun. It's going to be in Newark. We are celebrating our one year. We're going to have a paint. I'm, I'm sorry. We're going to have a vision board and sip and sip networking event. Yes. Um. Yeah. We'll drop the link soon. We just want to give you guys a heads up to look out for it. It's coming up February seventeenth. That's actually my birthday. So if you want to celebrate our one year with us, please join us. And it's going. We're to be doing cheap. it on your birthday. Yeah. Oh my gosh. What? That's so exciting. Oh. Are you okay with that? Yeah. I, I told you, I don't have anything planned for that day, so. Oh, it's lit. It's super lit. So, it's having a birthday party. <laughs> it's lit. So, yeah. Make sure you guys pop out. Yeah, and it'll be fun. It's going to be cheap, so don't forget. Yeah, like it's going to be like a dollar. The bank. <laughs> I'm excited. Tell a friend. Right. When you come, bring a friend. It's so cheap, you could pay for your friend's ticket. Honestly. So. All right, guys. Have See a great day. Next week. Don't forget to get your tickets <laughs> for the Women's Empowerment Conference. Yeah, that too.